Shmois Shishi. So, um, so now Moshe embarks on his mission to Egypt after Hashem finishes uh, instructing him. So Vayelech Moshe, and Moshe went, Vayoshev el Yeser and he returned to Yeser, his father-in-law. Vayemer Loi, and he said to him, Elchona, let me please go, Vayoshuva el Achai, and I will return to my brothers, Asher b'Mitzrayim, that are in Egypt, Ve'ere, and let me see how Edom Chaim, are they still alive? Vayemer Yisrael Moshe, Yisrael says to Moshe, Leich l'sholim, go in peace. Vayoshev al Yasser Chaisnoi, Dukrashi Litail Rishus. The reason he came back to Yasser, his father in law, is to get permission for him to uh, to leave to Egypt. Shahade Nish Baloi, for he had sworn to him, Shaloyozus Mimidion Kim Birshusoi, that he will not move from Midian only with his Rishus. Now it's interesting, previously in Posik of Aleph, in. Uh, in Perik Beis, Rashi brought down on the Pasuk Vayoyel, he brought down two Pshatim, the Targum. Uh, the Targum means the uh, over there is uh, that he agreed, Ketargumai, uh, which over there means Utsvi Moshe, the Misafim in Gavra, so he agreed. Rashi brings down a Medrashi, Loshon Ola, Nishba Loshele Yozun, Memidion, Kibir Shusay. But Apparently that even though that the Medrash and the Pasik and the Taj of Vayoyel from Loshan Allah, Loshan of Shvua, but Rashi takes this over here in the Pashtipshat that he did return to uh Yasar Khaisna to get from him permission. Also, um over there uh, the Pasik says Vatavoyna El Ru Elavihem, that's a Pasik Ches over there, so uh the father in law is referred to as Ru'el. And over here it says Yasser Khaisna. So Rashi continues to explain Vishiva Shemus Hoyuloi. He had seven names actually. Ru'el, Yasser, Yisra, Kaini, Vichudo. So this is not a different person, it's the same person, but he has names as a Yasser. And in other places uh, it's explained, Rashi in other, in other places explains also why the different, sometimes different reasons for some of the names. And um, but it still needs a beer that uh, why does he refer to him in a different name at each incident uh, and the significance of the changing of the names in each uh, pasuk as it's mentioned pasuk yutes Hashem el Moshe b'Midyan so Hashem says to Moshe in Midyan leich shuv Mitzrayim go return to Egypt kimeisu kol haanoshim for all the people died, uh, those who seek your life, those who seek your life, those who wish you dead, um, they they all died. Rashi says, hanoshim, mihem who are these people? David, uh, because Dosen are the ones that went and they um, told. Uh, the um, Paroi about uh, Moshe Rabbeinu killing the Mitzri, and they seek to uh, to kill him. Um, so he says, "You don't have to worry because they died." But Rashi says, "Chayim they actually were still alive, 
but they have descended from their assets means they became poor they were no, no longer rich and the poor person is considered like dead so the Torah says they're dead meaning they're dead they're, 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 they're not anymore uh, wealthy and I guess because of their wealth you know they used to um, they caused all the trouble and uh, now they were a little bit subdued and Moshe doesn't have to worry about them. It's also interesting to see that, I mean, from what we see in the Chumash, uh, the only thing they got angry about Moshe was because Moshe intervened. Uh, matter of fact, one of them, Dasan Aviram, was the one that was beating up on the other one, whoever it was, it doesn't say the name, but it says, Shnei Nashim Nitzim. He was trying to protect one of them, he got involved, and they both of them turned out to hate him to the extent that they wanted to get him uh, get him killed. They went to Pharaoh and told him about the, uh, the the story of the Mitzri. But he didn't do really anything to them outside of trying to stop them, one of beating up on the other one. And still both of them, the one who was doing the beating, plus the other one, were so angry at him that they wanted to kill him. The Torah calls them Vakshim Esnaf And as we see before, that they are the ones that... Uh, uh, told uh, on Moshe Rabbeinu because um, when Moshe Rabbeinu says uh, that was after he was speaking to Dosan Baviram he says that he one shot over there and he was in the Madrash over there that he saw there is Dalturin that they are slanderers or people that are Muslim that are informants and going to go over to the government and tell them about uh, about what about another uh, Hebrew about another Jew about uh, about Moshe. So we see that the informants were actually the Dosan Vaviram, the Vakshin of Shechem. Pasichov, Baikach Moshe es Ishtoy. So Moshe takes his wife, Vezbonov, and his sons, Vayarkivim Allah Hamoir, and he mounted them on the donkey. Um, so he had his wife and his sons riding the donkey. And he was walking along by Yoshev Arzo Mitzrayim, and he returned to Mitzrayim. By Yikhmoishes Matei Halikim Biyodi, and Moshe Rabbeinu took the staff of Hashem uh, in his hand. He calls it the staff of Hashem. The staff of Hashem, meaning because the Hashem has done the uh, miracles with him. Hashem has told him. To do the miracles with him, it was by the sinna, and then with the uh, the uh, miracles. Um, that's why it's called the Matei Holikim in the Pashtun Pshat. Rashi doesn't uh, Medrash and Pashtun is um, where the Matei came from, but I believe in Rashi it's uh, not brought down anything special where the Matei Holikim came from. Just saying that he uh, he had the staff with him and. Uh, and he did the miracles, uh, the Isis, with the staff before. Now the Pasuk says, Yerkivim al hachamoir. It doesn't say he wrote him al hachamoir. So hachamoir is a trashi. Hachamoir is hachamoir hamiyuchet. That's the uh, singled out donkey. Hu hachamoir, that's the same donkey. Shechovash Avroham la'akedis Yitzchok. That Avroham uh, saddled uh, to take Yitzchok to the binding of Yitzchok. Uh, when he was going to take him up to the Mount Maria and sacrifice him. And the who, and that's the same donkey, Sha'osin Melech HaMashiach, the Higolis Olav, that the King Mashiach will be revealed in it. Shinemar, as it says in the Posik, Oni Vereichev Al Chamoir. Oni, poor and writing on Chamoir. So uh, when it says here, Ha Chamoir, that's the uh, 
the known chamoir, and uh, the known chamoir, which is mentioned in other places, which is one by Avraham and the other one by Mashiach. Seems that the chamoir is going to be quite old, knowing, know, knowing now, you know, the length of Golos. What is the exact uh, meaning that who ha chamoir? Um, that is the donkey. Um, mean physically. Uh, that is the donkey, and that is the donkey that left, uh, that stayed alive even from the time of Avram till the time of Moshe Rabbeinu. And um, how did that donkey end up in, in Midian uh, from Avram Avinu? How did it transfer there? How would that donkey uh, transfer to Mashiach? Maybe the meaning is there's something about that Chamer, the the spiritual essence of the chamer, maybe the chamer, maybe it's connected with that. Maybe it doesn't mean just in the um, plain physical sense that the chamer will be that um, the same actual chamer. Okay, look in the mafarshim. Then it says in the pasuk, "Vayoshav arzo mitzrayim, vayikach Moshe es matei halakim beyode." So he wasn't first. He didn't take the mate after he returned to Mitzrayim. He took first the mate, and then he returned to Mitzrayim. So that's the Yosha after Mitzrayim. He came to mate, a mukdam umuuchar that earlier and later are not medukdokim, are not bedigduk with the accuracy in the mimikra and the pasuk. You know, the pasuk is not medagdik to write uh, the exact order. Although first he took the Mate Likim and only afterwards he went back to Mitzrayim, not like it's written in the Pasik that he went to Mitzrayim and then he took the Mate Likim Biyodim. Vayemir Hashem al Moshe, and Hashem says to Moshe, Belechtecha Loshuv Mitzrayma, when you're going to uh, return to Egypt, Re'ei Kol Hamoifsim Asher Samti Biyodacha. Uh, reflect on all the miracles that I have placed in your hand. Basisum lifnei parei and perform them before Pharaoh. Vani achazik esliboy and I will, however, strengthen his heart, his heart, and he will not send the people away. So, um, actually, Hashem is telling Moshe Rabbeinu over here. Uh, that Hashem will harden his heart and he won't send the people. Uh, this is similar to what Hashem told him way in the, way in the uh, beginning, uh, even the loy biyot chazoka, that if not with the first shot, the loy biyot chazoka, if not with a yot chazoka, he won't, uh, until he'll be beaten, he won't uh, send them out. Um, but belachtocha loshu mitzrayimo. So, what is Hashem telling him? What, how is that connected with belachtocha loshu mitzrayimo? When you're going to go back to Mitzrayim, Rashi da, you should know shamanas kein telach. You should know that for, on this uh, purpose, uh, for this purpose, for this mission, you're going. So lechatchila, you should go when you're going to Mitzrayim. Not go for any other things. You know, to go back, see your family, see the people, other things. But go for this purpose. So that you should be strong in my mission. Last is called Moisa Lifne Pare, to do all my signs in front of Pare, the Loi Siromimenu, and do not 
be afraid uh, from him. So which Mefsim uh, does he talk about? When he says, Vasisam uh, Lifnei Pari, on which of the Mefsim? So he says, Shasam Tibi Yadecha. Zakrashi, Loi al Shloisha Hamurais Lemailo. This isn't referring to uh, the uh, Mefsim that we learned before, the three of um, the uh, the snake and the leprosy and the uh, blood. Uh, that's not what it refers to that I placed in your hands. That's not what he's telling him. Because that wasn't done, that was not instructed in front of to do them. This was supposed to be done for the Jews, so they believe him, as we'll learn later in Pasuk that he did it in front of the Jews. So, the Loshna Shesamti I placed in your hand has the Mashmoiz that Hashem already placed it in his hand, so you would be tempted. To learn that they refer to the Mavsim um, uh, that uh, Hashem has already uh, shown and uh, that Moshe Rabbein has already done. So Rashi Taitz, the uh, We don't find that he did the with that they did Moshe uh, this before Pharaoh. He's referring to the signs that I am destined to place in your hand in Mitzrayim. Uh, means I will place in the hand when he will speak uh, will speak to you don't be surprised something that says something mean I've already placed those were only in the future to come but the Pesach says I've already placed because the meaning understanding is when you speak to him, I've already placed them in your hand. At that point, you will already have placed them in your hand. Hashem so is saying, in the future, and at that time, will be Yeshua Samti, be Yedecha. Vamarta el Pare, Pasuk Habeis. Vamarta el Pare, and you shall say to Pare, Koyomar Hashem. This is what Hashem says. Bni Bechayi Yisrael. Uh, Israel is my firstborn son, um, and um, uh, Rashi says, "Omarta uh, Paroi." You should say to Paroi, "Shetishma shaliboi chazek v'iman d'shloich." When you will hear that his heart is heavy, is strong, and he refuses to send away, Emerly came. So then say to him so that bni bechayri. Bechayri uh, means here Loshan Gedulo. My son is a Loshan of, of greatness. Kimoi, like we find the Pasik, Afani Bechayr Etineyu. I will give him a Bechayr, make him Bechayr. Bechayr here, in a sense of greatness. That's the Pshut. So, according to this Pshat, is what follows Hashem is saying, Bini Bechayri Yisrael, that Yisrael are my Bechayr, and then Hashem says in Pasik of Gimel, and if you don't let them go, when you're not you're forbidden to go, I'm going to kill your your bechor. But Rashi brings down a medrashi. Medrash says, "Kan chosam hakadosh baruch hu amichidas habechorah." That here uh, God sealed for the sale of the bechorah shalok of Yaakov me Esav. That Yaakov uh, purchased of Esav um, because um, the Ebrister is saying, "Bni bechori." Uh, Yisrael, that the Yisrael is actually the Bukhari, not uh, Esau, but rather uh, Yaakov. Uh, not uh, with Yaakov, but Yisrael. 
Um, and that's why they are actually Bechayri. So it's not only Bni Bechayri Gedula, but it's actually the uh, the firstborn. Uh, we have already uh, several times uh, mentioned when at the end when Gambaruch uh, when Yaakov uh, when Yitzchak benched uh, Yaakov when he took the Bechayri, he says to Gambaruch and uh, then it says uh, in also in the pasuk Kisarisa he Melikim Anoshim Vatuchal. So over there, Rashi also brought down that um, that event can hideley halabuchayda. So we had several times that he actually agreed to bechayda, but this was Rashi brings down can chosam hakadosh baruch hu sealed, meaning this is final the seal and uh, the end of uh, uh, this thing that it's uh, his role is actually the bechayda. Pasuk chav gimel vaimer elacha, and I said to you. Shalach has b'ni send out my son and let him serve me. But tomorrow in the shalach and you refuse to send him. And behold, I will kill your firstborn son. Um, so and I say to you, Zokrashi doesn't mean by uh, with the uh, mission and then as a, uh, a messenger from Hashem. Uh, I'm telling you to send out my son to serve me, and you want I'm going to kill your firstborn son. That is the last plague that Hashem gave uh, Pare. And with it, he warned him right in the beginning. Um, when he came, when he starts off, this is the first one. When Vatima and the Shalchei told him, and the Herik has been Chabuchedecha. Zakrashi Mipnei Shehi Kosha, because that's the difficult one. So he warns him with the difficult consequences. So the consequence he gave him is a very tough one, the worst one. Zehu Shnemar Beiyev, and this is what is written in Eiyev. Hein Al Yazgiv Bikoychei Lefikoch. Sin al yazgiv b'koychei. Yazgiv b'koychei is very powerful with his strength. Lefikach, therefore, because he's so powerful, micha mayu mayre. So who can, who like Hashem can warn? So what it means like this: Iyu lamidvot paschobes. Basar vadam hamevakishli noki mechaveirei a human being who wishes to take revenge from his friend. Mylim as dvarov, he hides. His mad this matter that he wants to take revenge. Shalei doesn't he shouldn't seek an escape. So the one he wants to take revenge of shouldn't escape, knowing that the other guy is trying to uh, take revenge. but Hashem he is strong in his power. And there is no ability to escape from his hand. The only way is to return to Hashem. Therefore, he uh, warns and and uh, and uh, teaches so to give or to return. So, because it's I guess because it's so difficult over here, um, he so he have more incentive to return. So even though it was a chazik esliboy, Hashem is saying to him, "Ani a chazik esliboy." And we'll see um, later on by which of the Makis exactly was he Mechazik by himself, and which was Hashem Mechazikim, 
but still, it looks like that Hashem wanted him uh, to um, to return by uh, threatening him with the most serious of the punishment. We'll see later on how this fits in uh, with the um, later part with the with the makis. And it uh, was on the way uh, in the um, in the inn in the place where they stop by to sleep over. Uh, and Hashem met him. So he wanted to kill him. Who is him? Says Rashi, we'll see in Rashi. We were derech b'molin. It was in the way b'molin in the inn. So who was who was in the way? Moshe. Ravakish amishtoy l'Moshe. You understand? Wanted to kill Moshe. Why did he want to kill Moshe? L'fisha leimol as Eliezer benoi because he didn't circumcise his son Eliezer. Now we we didn't learn in the Chumash Beferish anywhere about the birth of Eliezer. We learned about Gershem that shortly after he married Sipira, it says in the Pasik that it was born to him a son Gershem. But we don't have any Pasik talking about uh a son Eliezer. But this story uh indicates that there was another son born to him. And he didn't circumcise. This was Eliezer. We will learn later on about that. It was he had a son Eliezer. So Baalsha Nisrasho, because he was um, kind of uh, delayed, Nana, uh, she was punished in his Misa. He was punished, the punishment of death, you know, to, to die. So here he is going to do the message of Hashem. He's going to take out the Jewish people. Hashem just finally finishes giving the message. But because he was Nisrashel, he's punished, punished to death. Tanya Omer Rabbi Yaisi says, Rabbi Yaisi, within the Rabbi Yaisi, Shalom. Now, Rashi says, Nanashayn is Mishra. It doesn't say, it says, possible, He wanted to kill him, but Rashi calls this an Einish Misa already, that he was uh, not Nisrashel. Nanashayn is Mishra. Rashi doesn't say, Nisrashel. Kimat uh, or he was supposed to be Enish. Rashi says, Nanash Enish Misa, because maybe this was an Enish Misa for him already, even though he later on survived, but it wasn't Enish Misa. Tanya Omer Yesi, Chadushom Lenish Rashal. Yesi says, God forbid, he did not uh, become lazy or Nisrashal. Allah Omar, but he said, Amul Ve'etzel Aderach. If I shall circumcise and then go out in the road, apparently. Uh was born right then before he was uh, left it away. So it's a danger for the child up to three days. So after the bris, I guess that was his eighth day. I'm assuming that at the eighth day was the time that he was supposed to leave. Or that's when Hashem talked to him, that's when it turns out that he was going to leave. After getting permission from uh, his father-in-law, Yisrael, or Yasser, or after Hashem telling him, um, uh, you know, the, this last uh, message from Hashem to him. But in any event, it seems like uh, that was the time to do the bris. Um, 
he didn't do it beforehand because probably it wasn't the eighth day yet, so he had to wait to the eighth day. So he said, if I'm going to circumcise him on the eighth day and then I'm going to go the roads, up to three days, uh, it's a danger for the child. As Rashi already said by Avram, Yem Shlishli Milosehoya, in Pashas Vayera. So we know for the three days it's a, it's a danger. So Emel Ve'eshesh Shlishu Yomim, so he says, they should circumcise him now and then wait three days and then go afterwards. He says, Akadosh Baruch Sivani, Leich Shub Mitzrayim. Hashem has instructed me, go back, go, return to Egypt. So this is the uh, the reference in the Pasuk of uh, Pasuk Yutes, just before, by Yim Hashem Amidyon, Moshe B'Midyon, Leich Shub Mitzrayim. Rashi uses Lashon, Tzvani Leich Shub Mitzrayim. So, Rabbi Yesi is saying, uh, he didn't do it because he didn't want to delay in the mission of Hashem. So he had to push off, postpone the, the bris. So why was he punished, Misa? Again, Rashi used the notion that he was already punished, Misa. The fish in his because he occupied himself with the uh, with the inn uh, first, and he didn't immediately uh, take care of the bris. So um, why? I mean, how could he do the bris now? I mean, if he did the bris now. Um, then he um, again would have a problem. Uh, how could he travel for three days? Um, but apparently, um, at this point, Baderach uh, he was close to Mitzrayim, and it would not have uh, been such a uh, problem uh, to um, to circumcise them, circumcise them then, because it wasn't a long trip anymore was very close to Mitzrayim. Uh, the actual location, again, we have to uh, um, you know, just uh, see the locations because, you know, Moshe Rabbeinu was uh, shepherding the flock of his father-in-law by Mount Chorif. Couldn't be that far from Midian. Har uh, uh, couldn't be that far from Midian. Um, I mean, how would it be the flock? I mean, how would he travel with the flock all the way to far distance. So presumably that there was a uh, not so far away. Uh, it was like Akhar Hamidbar, but uh, still distance that uh, he would come back to his he would return to his, uh, his, his father-in-law with the flock. So they had to be able to travel the distances uh, with, the, with the animals. But uh, later on when uh, we'll see in a few Pesukim when Aaron meets him, he meets him also at uh, Har Helikim, Chereva. Um, again, presumably that, uh, uh, again, I don't know the distance between Mitzrayim and Har Chereva and, and Midian, and, uh, and, and, and now we're saying that he was uh, by Molin, uh, in the inn where he stayed by, and now he's saying that he was close to um, was close to Mitzrayim. Rashi continues that the Malach was made like a Nochash. So, Posikit says that Hashem. Rashi now talks about a Malach. The Malach. So, perhaps the Vayivgeshe Hashem is referring reference to this Malach. So what the Malach did, he became like a snake, 
he would swallow him from his head up to his hips. And then he would uh, go ahead and re-swallow him until that place. Uh, that was a sign. So Tzipayda uh, knew that this was because of the Mila. That's why her husband is being punished with death. It's because of the Mila. So quickly, so um, Tzipayda took a, um, a sharp stone. And Vatikra says, Orlas Bidno, and uh, she cut off the foreskin of her son, Vatagalaraglov, and threw it at Moshe's feet. Vatimer, and she said uh, to her son, she said, Ki Hasan Domim Atoli, you are my husband's attempted killer. Hasan is her husband, her husband. Uh, Domim is a killer, uh, blood, you know. You almost killed my Atali. In other words, my husband almost died because of you. Let's see the Rashi. Pasik Chofei. Patagal Raglov, and she threw it to his feet. She threw it in front of the foreskin, in front of the feet of Moshe. But she said about her son, Ki Hasan Domim Atali. Which means, Ato Yisra Goyim. You would have caused Lies a chosin shali that my chosin, my husband, should be nirtzach would be murdered over you. Or it says, a killer of my husband, you are to me. Vayidef mimenu. So, again, Vayidef. Who Vayidef mimenu? Zuklashi Hamalach. Mimenu, from him, from Moshe. So, then, oh, zivina shalamidu balahurge. So then she understood that it's for the Mila that he come to kill. What does that mean that she understood? To begin with, uh, it says that uh, uh, that she understood the Vinu Shushvila Milahi. So what does it mean? Then she understood uh, that's the whole reason why she took the Tzair and why she cut off the old husband in the first place. But uh, maybe she wasn't uh, 100% sure. Uh, and that was just a sign, uh, which is due. But once the Malach let go, then it was clear. So, Oz Amra. So then she said, Chasan Domim Lamulais. Chasan Domim Lamulais. Um, that uh, my husband would have gotten killed because of the matter of circumcisions. And Rashi Taichi so because what is the Pasik saying again? Say again, Oz Amro Chasan Domin Lamulis. Chasan is a Nirzachadvar Hamilis. That my Chasan, uh, my husband, would have been killed, would have been Domim Lamulis because of the Mila. So that time she understood for sure. I guess that's the difference between the first time and the second time. Shem Dover Lamulis al Dvar Hamulis Shem Dover Valamed Mushamish Bloshn Al Lamulis means Al Hamulis Kimoiv Amar Pare Livna Yisrael of Livna Yisrael means Albna Yisrael Unkilus Tirgum the Gunther's Light Domim not because of it would have been killed but Hassan Domim Hassan my son my 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 husband 
Domim is Aldam Hamila, on the blood of the circumcision. That's the Uncle Ostarion's Ilule de Mo, the Mohulto, had it not been for the blood of the Mila, Hadain, this is Chayef Chasna Ketel. So my husband, my husband would have been uh, convicted to death. Also, um, this whole incident here, uh, how does this connect to the whole storyline of Moshe Rabbeinu going and uh, why isn't Eliezer's uh, birth mentioned in and uh, why is this whole thing so obscure? And um, Also, what's the, uh, the message from this particular story and how it relates in, in the middle of all this? So now Hashem says to Aaron, we know already that Aaron was a Novi, and uh, Rashi said it already before, and Moshe Rabbeinu was asking that Hashem should give Aaron, so Hashem says to Aaron, go towards Moshe, to the Midbar. And he went, and he met him at the mountain of God, uh, this is the Har Chorev, Vayishak loy and uh, and he kissed him. So again, as I mentioned before, I needed to figure out uh, he was Moshe um, Rabbeinu was hanging out by the Har uh, Seems like that he was shepherding the flock over there, not not too far from Midian. Uh, Aaron comes to greet him all the way to the Har Kim. And again, we're saying that this is not so far because he circumcised his son, and this was uh, not too far from uh, Mitzrayim. Pasuk of Chazvi Yagid Moshe la'arin, and Moshe told Aaron, "As called Divrei Hashem, all the words of Hashem, Asher Shlochay that He sent him, they called Oisah Shetzivo, and all the signs that He has commanded him." So Moshe Aaron went. They gathered all the Ziknei Bnei Yisrael. As Rashi said already, those were the Miyuchadim the Yeshiva, those special uh, people, the Ziknei, not just Ziknei, but the Ziknei, these elders that were uh, singled out for the Yeshiva for learning. So Aaron speaks to them all the words that Hashem spoke to Moshe. As the Pasik Hashem has told Moshe Rabbeinu that Aaron will be his pair. Now, apparently, uh, he gathered the Ziknim Yisrael. But it says now the miracles he did in front of the people. Uh, those are the miracles, the three miracles uh, uh, that Hashem told him. But the Zikanim, Hashem said they will believe many ways. But here the Pasuk just talks about that he do, he's doing these miracles in front of the eyes of the older Jewish people. So, Pasuk Ha'om, and the people believed. Now, they believed, and Hashem told them they believed. It's hard to know when, when they believed them. But Hashem said after the three Oasis, but in this case, Vayamin Ha'om, the Ha'om believed, eventually, after, at least after the Oasis were done, they believed, by Yishmu, and they heard, Kifakad Hashem as Bnei Yisrael, like Hashem has remembered the Bnei Yisrael. 
Maybe this is connected to what Rashi said before, that when you lose Lush Pukai Pakaditi, they will remember. Uh, so they heard that Hashem Pakad has been a Yisrael, Hashem has remembered. Pchira is onion, and that he had seen their affliction. Vayikdu, and they bowed, Vayishtachavu, and they prostrated. So, Moshe and Aaron gathered Zikna Yisrael. Now, 